Wake the neighbors and phone the kids. It's about time for WSLM's newest show. Get ready for Kentuckiana Sports Talk, the biggest and only local sports talk show in Kentuckiana. Focusing on Southern Indiana and Kentucky high school sports, regional college sports, and national sports news. If you want to talk to the KST guys, George Browning and Blair Thompson, call the KST Talk Line at 812-883-3401. Keep your comments brief and to the point, or Becky will throw a flag and take you out of the game. And now we go into Studio A inside the Pinewood Studios of WSLM for Kentuckiana Sports Talk with George and Blair. Get ready for Kentuckiana Sports Talk. All right, hello and welcome to Kentucky Sports Talk. We uh, have some special guests in the studio tonight. First, we have a special uh, radio host. It's not George tonight. George is feeling a little under the weather, but I want to welcome Jamie Richardson to the show. So, Jamie, thanks for filling in tonight. Thank you. And uh, we, we hope you don't talk as much as George, but uh, <laughs> maybe you, you feel free to. It's okay, all right? Um, and then in the studio, we have uh, Christy Noel and Natalie Noel. Uh, we've been waiting to do this interview for a couple of weeks. Christy stood us up last week, so... Um, <laughs> We uh, no, she had, she, had, she had to uh, she had to coach a game, uh, so um, that we'll we'll let that slide a little bit. But uh, so we're going to interview them tonight. We're going to talk uh, a little bit about uh, the the uh, basketball scene, local basketball scene. We're going to talk about the NFL playoffs this weekend, which were great, and uh, going on next weekend. Um, but before we get started, I think it'd be remiss if we don't talk about Coach Bowsman. Uh, Coach Bowsman uh, apparently uh, had a stroke on s- Sunday Sunday night and. Um, uh, had to be rushed to the hospital. Um, I spoke with him uh, actually just about 10 minutes before we came on air, and um, he said that he was doing better and, and things were looking up. It's just going to be a slow slow process, but a uh, very scary situation. And, you know, Jamie, I was talking earlier, um, he, he's probably the best shape of any of us. So when he got sick, we were like, a, you know, all, all, of our, all of our buddies were like, oh, man, this, this is not good. So, uh, um, but, he, you know, it's uh, I'm not trying to make light of the situation, but it's, it's definitely scary. And, and thankfully that he's going to be okay. He's going to be able to pull out of this. And, you know, I made mention to it uh, on my Facebook page today. It's, it's, and Christy can attest to this, too. You know, when you're coaching, it, it, the stress that you go through and uh, what your body goes through, your mind goes through, and, you know, you're the – your, uh, I guess the quality is, is based on young young kids, you know, and um, you, you want so well, you want so bad to do well, um, and sometimes you know it's a real stressful, I don't you know stressful situation. So I know coaches coaching the girls team with with Darren out there right now, and, and he's AD and he's a football coach, so he's got a lot of stuff going on. But um, you know we just want to wish him well, and hopefully he gets better quick. So absolutely. Well. You want to get started, yeah, shall absolutely. we? Absolutely, let's go. All right. Well, uh, first of all, let me. I'm just going to run down this. We're going to search. I'm going to break this off in, in two segments here, Christy. So we're going to start in the Salem segment, and then we're going to move on to the Marshall segment. So, um, if those of you that don't know, Christy Christy Knoll, um, I always want to say Christy Huff. So Christy Knoll um, is with us tonight, and she's. Um, Went on to play college basketball at the University of Marshall, or Marshall University. I'm not really sure how you say that. Marshall University, right? Yeah. Okay. And um, and uh, so we're going to ask her a few questions. Just a couple stats for you guys that don't know this. I'm going to bring us, you know, she's about as humble as it gets, so she will never mention this. But anyway, all-time leading score at Salem, 1,611 points. It's a lot. Uh, it's like 200 more than in second place, by the way. Um has has our has our record in season points five ninety three season and career rebounds season and career field goals season and career free throws and I know she had their three point one for a while too until lately but uh, now um, and I don't think let me, let me get this right when did the three point line come into effect your junior year senior year would have been a junior year I think it was my junior year junior year so if they would have had three point line for four years she probably would still have that too right so um, so anyway uh, excellent career at Salem. Um, and uh, I guess my first question, Christy, I want to ask is, who gave you the, the love for basketball? When did you decide that that was going to be your thing? Um, you know, it's something I think I was just born with. I love sports. I love competing. And back in the day, my dad would take me to the softball fields up at Salem with him when I was like five or six years old, and I would run the fields up there and play, you know, softball with the kids and 
run down. Was that the game that we used to play? Yeah. You know? <laughs> well, I don't know. Tammy had never run anybody down, so. <laughs> well, we always got caught. Yeah. <laughs> we were the ones everybody invited over because they could catch us, so, you know. And uh, I started going to, like, the elementary courts here at the, at the schools playing, um, which is where a lot of people would go on the weekends just to hang out and play ball. So I started going there, like, in, you know, fifth or sixth grade, and I just kind of grew from there. It was something I loved to do. Yeah, so. How was it? How was it like being a girl that could beat all the boys when you were younger? I was very lucky because I had some people that really took me under their wing as far as like watching out for me and you know my friend Donna Wetzel she'd right. come up and hang out with me and we were there and you know basically from like fifth grade and we didn't stop going even as seniors we would go and, and hang out Joe Jackson and Bob Pittman and people like that were there they always got us in the game it was they always made sure that it was fair <laughs> and you know just I mean it was a very safe environment back in the right. day. So was it fair to the other team if you were on there? I mean, yeah. I think it says, how does that work out? You know, I think I'd put Christy on my team any day, right? Absolutely. Huh? Absolutely. <laughs> you know, like at lunch breaks and stuff, when you play ball and stuff, uh, you, you never wanted to be that guy <laughs> that was last pick, number one. But then number two, you didn't want to be that guy that got picked after the girl. <laughs> it happens. Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna say there's probably some some girls on Natalie's team that the guys would, would pick before their own their own players on the varsity exactly. team right now. So, exactly. um, so what was girls basketball like at the time? Because I mean, you know, we, we talked about it the other day how um, you know you were kind of in the the middle of a, of a, the growing sport, you know, and and so as far as as attendance, as far as recognition, I mean, I, you know, the girls played their night. Um, in the, in the Scotchburg game was a huge crowd. The North Harrison crowd was unbelievable. Um, you know, what was it like playing at the, at the time you played compared to now, I guess? Um, today, girls' basketball gets so much more attention. And I don't say that to complain, but it's just it has blossomed, and people really have grown to appreciate it for what it is. Um, the game back in my day was a little bit slower paced. Um, you had more people who had – teams that had one superstar or one really good player versus you know now you see teams with five players that are hard to stop you know right, what i mean right um we had great community support back then i had great parents support and got had great relationships with my teammates but as far as as how far the game has come popularity wise it's come a long way yeah, I mean, that's something, you know, I, I obviously, I just remember, you know, the first time I really remember would have been your, your class, Jamie, you know, Chandra Hobson and Ange Sixton and that, and that group. And uh, then the, the class after that with Julie Peters and right. Angel and Carol Wendell and that group. And, and, you know, it's, you know, from what, you know, even in that group, you think about the players we've had in, in locally that have went on to play Division One basketball. Uh, you know, we've had more girls uh, play Division One sports in our conference than we ever have in in, in boys, you know, and uh, it's I think the Midsummer Conference has been really dominant as far as girls basketball. You know, so obviously Scottsburg was dominant in the eighties in in the early nineties, but you know it just you know Charleston had you know Abby Conklin who was who was Miss Basketball, you know, and went on to Tennessee and and, and so and then um, the other guard on that team. Uh, went on and played at Louisville. She was a, the guard on that Charleston team as well. She played at Louisville also. So my, my, my it's just the the Midsummer Conference girls basketball has always been, as far as I can remember, a, a, a dominant dominant um, sport. I guess. Well, and I think about when Christy played uh, her freshman year. She played against Jody Whitaker from Austin, who was Miss Basketball. She also played against Renee Westmoreland, who was Miss Basketball. The year after Christie's uh, senior year, right, and then you go, you went in and talked about Abby Conklin. That's three Miss Basketballs from the Mid Southern Conference in that time frame. That's that's awesome. Yeah. But the cool thing about this was Christie was the most valuable player in the conference her senior year. So you think about all the talent that was around her. Right. Was amazing, and and the things that she could do on the court was amazing, and she definitely brought girls basketball to Salem to another level. Uh, you had girls that wanted to be Christy Huff. I remember when I was young, and, and it would be me and Doug Little and Dale Barrett and a bunch of us out in the, the backyard or wherever the courts. Man, all I wanted to be was Billy Shastain or Aaron Weller or, or name the you know Anthony right. Walton or name the player. Right. You know we didn't you didn't have to look up to the college stars right. or the pro stars. We looked up to our high school stars. So you had girls that wanted to be Christy Huff. You know, and that's what's cool. And um, and talk about the crowds. I remember because I was a freshman when when Christy was a senior, and the crowds just got better and better as the year went on. You know, it just it just kind of took up. Just kind of like the girls have the, the last few years. Right. It just becomes the thing to do. You wanted to go watch these girls play, right. and 
And so it was pretty cool. Yeah, that's something we uh, I talked about today with Coach Motzinger was, you know, um, the 89 football team kind of set the tone for the success we had in the 90s in football. It's what Christie's class did for, for basketball, you Absolutely. know, and, and that's what you know, Brian was saying today. It was like, you know, that, that, that group set the tone as this is what we're going to be part of. And, you know, I think that's, I think that's really cool to, to um, you know, it's, it's – it's, you, know, you Christie's team, your team, uh, really said to you know this is how we're going to work. This is what I have to do. And you know, on that note, nineteen and three, your senior year, um, three losses. You know, it's funny because we were talking. I was going back and, and looking at the records, and you know, we had a great year last year, phenomenal year last year. I was like, oh, we only lost three games, and, and you know, Christie's senior year, that's pretty good. And two of those losses were to Scottsburg, yes. you know, and the other one was to North Harrison, and which I want to know what happened in that game. I don't yeah, know. I don't about that. <laughs> she was kind of rubbing it in. <laughs> well, I don't know. It was, it was right after the Scottsburg game, so I don't know if that was part of it or what, but I don't know if Christy was hurt. I don't know. But, um, but you know, I was looking. at Scott, Scottsburg won their sectional. North Harrison won their sectional. Salem won their sectional that year. Um, and, you know, that you know, there's three three teams in the Missouri Conference that went on, went on to win the sectional. So, 19-3. and three, And um, do you remember that? Do you remember that regional game against Scottsburg? I do. We don't want to talk about that, or how, I mean, because because I'm looking, I'm looking at Scottsburg's point total, and we were like playing them closer than anybody did until they got to the semi-state. So I mean, They're they blew everybody out, but us. They yeah. had, you know, you talked about all the great players that they had, and really we just couldn't. I mean, they, if you look at it, they had four Division One college players on their team wow. against the team that we played against. You had Caraguli, and you had Renee Westmoreland. Um, you had uh, Carla Westmoreland. I'm not sure if Patty Hutchinson. But, and there was a player named Shana McLean. I'm not really sure what happened to her. But anyways, um, they were definitely the best team in the state at that time. You know, and it just kind of stunk for us that we had made it so far because I really feel like we could have done a lot better had they not been in our regional. And back, back then it wasn't class right, And right. so, you know, just the chance that they were in our regional. But, you know, it is what it is. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, that's the thing. When I was looking through all their – because it's all awesome. You know, the stats are just really cool to go through. I'm kind of a geek like that, but I can't add anything, but I can look at them, you know. <laughs> so, But, you know, we're looking at, you know, when we played them the best of anybody in the tournament, you know, and and uh, I thought, man, if I could go back and watch that game, it would have been a lot of lot of fun to watch. And I didn't want to bring up a sour, you know, sour note. I mean, we've all lost – we've all been there. We've all lost our last game, and it's just no fun. But, uh, you know, I just wanted to, to point out like that, you know, our team must have been really, really good. They were, they were, you know, they were awesome. um, and so awesome. you want to talk about who all was on your team? I know Donna was on your team. Donna Wetzel and my other best friend who passed away two years ago, Christy Schull, was okay. On the team. I forgot Christy was on there. Senior captains, um, Tina Catlett, Tina Morris, uh-huh. our point guard. Kim Heath was on our team. Susan Hadabo. They were younger than me. Chandra Hobson came in. Michelle Yoder, Michelle Rosenbaum. Um, gosh, I hope I'm not forgetting someone. Shauna. Shauna Robbins. Yeah, Shauna Robbins. She was a year younger than me. Um, now did Michelle just move in that year, or did they? The Rosenbaum's move in that oh, year. Oh no, they they they, been they were already here. Time. Okay, yeah. Well, that was a that's pretty pretty loaded pretty loaded team for for us as well, you know. And I I uh, I got a hold of Coach uh, Jensen by the way, and uh, I wanted to say what he had to say about about Christy real quick. And uh, he when said, "When you do, I've got I got a hold of somebody too." Okay, awesome. This is good. Um, he said Christy was an out, upstanding but outstanding basketball player who had excellent work ethic. She was a strong competitor who did not like to lose. <laughs> Even in a simple game of horse, I don't think she lost very often. Um, she had a great instinct to get around the basket and always found a way to make it to the free throw line, which shot a lot of free throws back in the day. He said, he said she probably averaged eight to 10 free throws a game. If Natalie is half the player Christie was, Salem will have an outstanding ball player for the next three years. How about Very that, true. huh? Very true. <laughs> so, well, so, so, coach. So I need to get a little clarification on this guy. <clears throat> he Uh-oh. said something about uh, <laughs> I. Re- I routinely, I remember routinely smashing her and Scott Bachelor at every every family basketball event. Said I don't think either of them beat me at anything after like sixth grade. Um, <laughs> He said, and if we were to play today, I would demolish all of them. He said, but seriously, he said, I really looked up to Christy, and she helped me a lot. 
Um, I even had a picture in my room of her. <laughs> Who am I talking about? The king of trash talk, Dustin Howard. (laughs) (laughs) You know, we always give Dustin a hard time that he was never the player you were. You know, Dustin had plenty to say after that, and we will not repeat that. No. (laughs) Dustin's son is is on my my son's travel baseball team right now. So it's it's a lot. And he's just like his dad. (laughs) He he likes to brag. He's definitely got got that. And and, uh, it was good stuff. Uh, it's a great picture of Dustin falling on the ground next to Damon Bailey there down on Facebook too. Yes. I saw that, so I'm sure he wasn't gardening, but no, I uh, that. but uh, but that, yeah. So um, that was you know that was Salem in a nutshell, and 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 uh, an amazing career, obviously. And then came Marshall. I want to know how a lady from Salem, Indiana, ends up in West Virginia, in Appalachia. Lion Legacy thing, and I spoke on behalf of Terry Hall that her family uh-huh. asked me to speak. And Terry is the reason that I ended up in West Virginia because she was the head coach at the University of Kentucky. Right. She was from Salem, and up until my junior year, she had recruited me, and I really wanted to go to Kentucky. Thought I was going to Kentucky, and then somewhere along the line, um, she moved on to Wright State University between my junior year and my senior year. So Kentucky was kind of, you know, they had a new coach come in and. They liked my game, but they weren't real sure about it like Terry was. And basically they said, okay, we'll have a scholarship for you if this person does not take the scholarship, the last scholarship available. But she wasn't going to make up her mind until like April or so. And so I started to get a little nervous. And I had offers from Butler University, from from Xavier, from University of Evansville, USI, a lot of the colleges in Indiana. And then for some reason, somewhere along the line, Terry contacted Judy Southard, who was my head coach at Marshall. They were friends and said, hey, I have a girl that um, you might be interested in. I think she'd be a good fit for your program. And uh, Judy kind of took her word for it and didn't even see me play live or anything and had me, my parents down for a weekend um, in wild, wonderful West Virginia. <laughs> and, uh, no wrong turns on the way down there, right? <laughs> we had a great weekend. It was a great recruiting trip. And I'd just come back from it, and I knew that was the place for me. And I could, and verbally committed, like, within a couple of weeks. And that was, like, in March of my senior year. Um, and so, so you already, so you were, you already, your senior, your senior year, you committed or your junior, did you my say? senior, senior year, year. Okay. Yeah, which is kind of late. I mean, right. because I was doing all of the college visits like in August or so, June and July and August. And, um, none of them, I don't know. I think I was waiting for the Kentucky thing to take place or waiting for maybe like a bigger school to come in the picture. Um, and when the Kentucky thing kind of fell through, you know, that's when Marshall kind of was dropped in my lap. So at, the recruiting process then compared to now i mean there was no there was no internet there was no youtube there was no so so was it just you and your dad i mean basically chopping yourself out there well they would for the the big thing back then was summer camps okay and like the the summer between my junior and senior year i spent like i think it was four one week totals going to different colleges and playing um, just doing summer camp, you know, and I went to Butler University and got, kind of got to know the head coach then, and um, I think it was shortly after whenever they offered the scholarship, but you did the in-house visits, and then you would go and visit them, and it was all, you know, you'd go with your parents, your parents were very involved, um, and just, they had, they would build relationships just by phone calls with you back then, and it is so different now. I mean, everything is like Twitter, and right. social media. And <laughs> Text messages, right? Yeah. Yeah. AAUs. I mean, but, but there was a, there wasn't an AAU scene, right? I mean, that when you did very j- small compared to what it is now. Okay, yeah, because I mean, I, I, can you only like have a, like one or two players from the same high school on yes. a team? And yeah, yeah. and like, I remember watching a, one of the thirty for thirties, and it was about the five star camps. Uh-huh. And did they have five star camps for the girls then, or, or was that something that came I along? Went to Blue Star camp. Okay, Blue Star, Star and Five Star was kind of very things. very yeah. comparable. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, and I was, you know, we talked about the the All Star team, and um, and you know, one of the things that I found out was it wasn't North South, it was East West that year, and so I thought that was really interesting, which makes it, you know, we were in the West, so it had been all of the Chicago schools, you know, all of 
Evansville. We would add, you know, so we it would, so it would have been even harder to be in the East West All Star game than it would have been the North South All. You know, because if you think, well, you know, if you think about the North South now, you know, the, the areas that we're covered in. I mean, you know, we're in we're Indy below, you know, and then you talk to Indy above, and you're talking, um, you know, all the all the, the you know Gary West side, your Roosevelts, uh, everything up in the region area, and then everything you know west of Indianapolis, and then Indianapolis was was, was in our is in our, you know. West Indianapolis was in our region also, so right. you know, talking about athletes in Indianapolis at the time, the athletes were in West in West Indianapolis. You know, there was no such thing as the East End of you know Fishers and Hamilton Southeastern. All that wasn't there anymore. You know, so it wasn't there yet. So, um, anyway, I thought that was a kind of a side note too. So yeah, so make me a little better there. You know, yeah. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. But um, so go to Marshall, and um, you did you know anybody down there at all? No. That's awesome. No, I was scared to death. <laughs> but, you know, when you hear West Virginia, you think it's so far away. It was only like three and a half to four hours away, which was the perfect amount of time. And my parents got to come and watch me play, you know, not every game, but for the most part, they would come on the weekend games and make the trip. And I had a lot of people from Salem that would make the trip to come see, to come watch us. And it was just a really, really good time in my life. I loved college. I went on the mission to graduate in four years because um, – you know, I came from a single income family and I, my, you know, I didn't want to depend on my parents to help me with anything. You know what I mean? Right, right. So I was kind of on my own and, and I did, I graduated in four years. I had my, uh, my degree is in journalism and within the journalism degree at Marshall, you can pick a sequence. And my first time around, uh, my sequence was sports broadcasting nice. and then I couldn't finish it out because it was going to like, it interfered with games and I would have graduated later. And so I ended up going into the, the public relations sequence of it. And so that's what my nice. So I, I was on a six-year plan. I tried to stay. <laughs> I tried to stay in as long as I could, and it made me. <laughs> Ball State was a lot of fun. I, it made me. They made me leave. Jamie they just kept taking your money. Didn't yeah. they? <laughs> they said, "They uh, said, Thompson, you can yeah. take this class as many times as you like." Yeah, you know. Uh, yeah, I remember my dad. I called. He called up one night, and I was taking like bowling or something like that. And he was like, "I'm not paying any more for this. You know, you're on your own. You're done." So I was. I stayed in as long as I could. But anyway, so um, go ahead, Jamie. You got something you so, want to say? One of the cool things I looked up today, because again I was a freshman when I was uh, when you were a senior, so I had the yearbook, and uh, you were all conference in volleyball, and tennis, and basketball. <laughs> your junior and senior year, plus all conference in tennis and basketball your sophomore year. I don't know that that's ever been done by <laughs> any athlete at Salem. I know. Uh, and I'm sure there's uh, maybe Seth Hobson. I, I don't know some of the, you know, the, the ones that have recently graduated. But like Doug Little was the first one to get all conference in football, basketball, and baseball his senior year. Right. Um, and I'm sure, there, like I said, I'm sure there's some that have since then. But I mean, that's remarkable. And then, <laughs> like I said earlier, you were um, the conference MVP your first, your uh, senior year, first team All State. But the cool thing to me was. You were in science club, try high why Spanish drama, which I did not know, and I would love drama. to know. Drama, drama. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nice. Well, so uh, just adding to uh, the little thing, because uh, I'd love to know what uh, what you performed. That's why she's taking all those charges. That was her drama <laughs> class, oh, there you, you go. know. Um, <laughs> Cub staff, which was the coolest thing in the world yeah, to be involved in for sure, when definitely. we were in school. Definitely was. Uh, uh, you're a class vice president your junior year. Uh, basketball homecoming sweetheart which basketball homecoming is this weekend just for yes and uh, athletic council so you were very involved <laughs> you have time to do anything exactly <laughs> and is that i guess what what would be some advice you would give young girls young kids but young girls today that that love to play the game but may not may go on d1 or anything you know, I just believe being well-rounded in a lot of things is pretty cool. Yeah. So I think it's really important that they get as involved with what they can to find what they love. Yes. Um, you know, anything that makes me laugh, anything that I enjoy doing, I'm going to want to spend more time with. And so it's really important to find that one thing that, or even more than one, that they, they really enjoy and they have a love for. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, you know, we're in a, we're in a day and age now where everybody wants to be specialized in one sport. You know, and and it's something that we fight. I mean, and the, the football team fights, basketball team fights, everybody. You know, uh, and then especially in the spring sports, a lot of people don't want to play a spring sport because it's not the priority for them. You know, it's it's well, I'm going to play baseball or softball or or tennis, or, you know, whatever in the spring just to do because it's fun. 
you know, and I think um, it, it's something that, you know, you look at most D1 athletes. I mean, I, I saw a, a thing uh, for the playoffs this week and then the percentage of, of those guys who played multiple sports in, in, in high school. You know, I mean, the girls on, on your team at Marshall, I would probably say majority of them played more than just basketball, right? My um, college roommate, Tracy, had to make a decision on whether to play soccer or basketball in college. She was a really good soccer player in Cincinnati. Yeah, so, I mean, so if you're listening out there, I mean, LeBron James played football until he was a sophomore, right. and he probably would have played, he said he would have played as a junior, but he broke his wrist in an AE tournament, so. I played tennis in high school, and it was, like, the sport that I took the least serious, and I had a blast doing it, and to this day now, it's the only sport I play. I mean, just physically, it's, you know, it's hard if you can't go out and play in a five-on-five five pickup game or six-on-six six volleyball game. Yeah, Jamie and I started that a long, stopped that a long time ago. We stopped that about eighth grade, Christy. We can <laughs> Unless we were playing half court, <laughs> or I was all time offense. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just let it fly. Huh? Hey, 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 so, so Jimmy Apple, right? That's the name we all hear around here. I mean, it's the name I heard when I was a young kid. Um, so, was there any? I want to know: Was there every epic Jimmy Apple versus Christy Knoll basketball <laughs> playoffs? Is what I want to know. I mean, did you ever just say, "Jimmy, come on, let's go"? My dad built the coolest basketball goal for me out in our backyard. He got one of those, fiber, before fiberglass was even cool, like the gorilla goals, yeah. way before those days. He went to the old armory when it was taken down. Mm-hmm. He got a fiberglass basketball goal and put it up in my backyard. Awesome. And we had some epic games in the backyard. <laughs> had my neighbors would come over, Donna, friends, Jimmy Apple. Would come well, I never, you know, all the time I get to play with Jimmy Apples when he had air down in his back and rolled in his old Jeep with cut off shorts on and, and no shirt, you know, and then, oh, it's Jimmy Apple, you know, so, but I didn't know, we'll, we'll say, we'll say that Christy beat him every time she played. Uh, uh, yeah, his mom might get mad about us for saying that, but, uh, so, so, okay, so we go to Marshall, all right, well, we don't, you do, I would like to go to Marshall, but I didn't get a chance, so, anyway, um, 1992 All Southern Conference second team selection. So the All, all Southern Conference, and they they're now in the Conference USA. I think right. I think that's where the Arsenal's in now. They were in the MAC when I was in Ball State. They were in the MAC for a couple of years. So All Southern Conference. That was. Did you guys? Did you travel way away or where was? Um, our friends trips. Like our coach would try to schedule us a couple of different big trips a year. We went to Disney. We played in a tournament nice. in Fresno, California. One year we were kind of, we laughed because we were like, really? And the, it was considered Pittsburgh was our big trip that year. We were very happy with that. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, we just, you know, random traveling like that. What was that like? I was, I was, what was, I always wondered, you know, I mean, I, I never, just the, the travel in, in, in the Division One uh, world where you have to, you have, I, wouldn't, I don't, I didn't do my homework. I didn't have, I didn't play a sport. I didn't do my homework. But I mean, what was that like? Like trying to keep with your grades in hotels, back to class. I mean, no no easy way to get in back to West Virginia, probably, right? And honestly, the traveling was the part that got the oldest. Out. Really? Just the road trips and being gone and packing up. But, you know, from all that, I did learn some stuff. Like I was telling someone, one of the players from our high school team, when I was in college, we wouldn't go on any road trip without a detailed itinerary. Like, we knew where we were supposed to be, you know, rise and shine at 8 o'clock in the morning, lights out at 11. From 8 o'clock until 11, our day was filled. And it was on a piece of paper. And we knew exactly who our roommates were going to be for that trip. You know, so I did learn that a little bit as far as, like, the organization and the importance of itineraries and stuff like that. But um, you just spent so much time on the road, and after four years of it, you know. He's ready to be done. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, that's it's funny because that's the same thing I talked to, or Alex was saying, Alex Davidson was saying about USI. She was like, you know, because she has, she has a chance to have a medical red shirt because their freshman year, she, and she said, no, I'm, I'm, I'm ready, you know. So, and she's having a great year down there right now. So, but uh, that's, you know, and that was before there was iPads and, and, and Wi-Fi and cell phones. I mean, so there was no, you know, Natalie would probably go crazy when she on a little long road trip right now. You know, we couldn't, couldn't do that. There was no, uh, no stuff in there. So, um, five three-pointers against Western Carolina. That's what it says here. Um, 83% from the three-point line that night. Five for six from behind the line. That's a pretty. That's a record at, at Marshall. Uh, one person's had six. Had six in the game, but five three pointers in eighty-three uh, percent. I've never even made a test. I've never got eighty-three on a, on a test, Jamie. So you know, this is uh, second all-time in-game percentage, tenth all-time in points. 
1,200 points, 1,203, excuse me. Uh, 11th field goals in field goals made, 10th in three-pointers made, 11th in rebounds. You said you didn't make very many free throws, Christy. You were 11th in all time in Martial history. You made. Hey, Romeo, they're not, he, he, he shoots like 16 a game, it seems like. So that's, when you're good, they foul you. You know, <laughs> when, when you're not good, they just let you shoot. Don't worry about it. Um, Seventh all-time in assists, 11th in steals. And that's the thing, you know, when we're talking about a basketball player, you know, you have scores. You, know, you may have somebody that's a great three-point shooter, but they don't have rebounds and steals and assists. So, and to me, you know, just showing what kind of how great you were is the ability to be that good in every category, every statistical category on there um, is just remarkable. I mean, you know, it's 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 something that that is long overdue that everybody in Salem remembers and everybody in Salem knows. And um, you know, it's just you know that's one thing that Coach Coach Jansen said too is that it wasn't just one facet of your game. It was it, you were good in every single thing that you did, and, and that's that's just remarkable because you know today's age, today's kids, they all want to score. But they don't want to rebound. And they don't want to play defense. So, is that something that you just always did, or is it something you just said, "Hey, I'm gonna, I'm gonna stop the person across from me, and I'm gonna score as much points as I can on your face." Yeah, I think it was the competitive side of me. You know, I mean, I am very competitive. I'm not as bad now as what I used to be. Is that true, Nat? Uh-huh. Yeah, that's very true. <laughs> <laughs> but it was just wanting to win, and you know, being it's the competitive part of me. Every category, Jamie. What do you think about that? I think it's unbelievable. <laughs> I love it. So my question to Natalie is how, you're, you're, with your mom being this competitive, how does that rub off on you? I'm the same way, honestly. I, everybody <laughs> always tells me how much I play like her, and we're just the same all around. That's awesome. <laughs> so do you take your brothers to town? Well, I was I was looking at the the junior year, twenty and eight, it says, and uh, it was like Western Carolina was like your big guys' biggest biggest rival. Is that there what it was? was, was um, I think I can't remember her name, but it seemed like they had a player that was the conference player of the year a couple of years in a row there. That she just dominated, and I believe I saw her later in the WNBA. Wow. Yeah. Okay. That's not not not, not a bad place. You know, if, yeah. if you're gonna have somebody, to, so um, so it just uh, an awesome experience in Marshall, dominated in Marshall, all conference player, um, and then you know now, Nat is playing on our Natalie. I'm sorry, I'm calling Nat. Um, is is a freshman on our team this year, um, and is getting significant minutes. And uh, which is how, how's that? First of all, what's it like being Christie's daughter? Do you or, how do you how do you, I mean? Because I mean, the boys had had to deal with that when they were younger, you know. But they were boys. Yeah. You're the daughter. So it, it, is it stressful for you? Is it something you and mom talked about, or or you just don't worry about it? Well, it's like a lot to look up to, but I'm kind of used to it by now. So I just play my game, and I don't really concentrate on what she did. I just concentrate what I'm gonna do. That's awesome. I would be a nervous wreck, you know. <laughs> what about you, Chrissy? Is it harder to coach your daughter sitting on the bench? Um, you know, North Harrison game, uh, pretty tight. She comes in and drains a three. Mm-hmm. I mean, how exciting is that? If I'm a if I'm a dad, I'm like, yeah, that's my daughter. You know, sitting on the bench sometimes a little harder to do. That. <laughs> I have complete confidence in her game, and I know when she goes on the court, she's going to play her hardest. She plays very, very hard, and her game is actually. Very similar to what my game was as far as the all-around stuff goes. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not so much of a focus on scoring, but she's a great defender. And she's kind of like me as far as being a guard. We both love to rebound. Like, that was kind of our my thing as far as being one of my strengths at Marshall. And I got more playing time because instead of just playing the two spot, I could move into the small forward and rebound. She, I love to watch her rebound. I mean, she just goes in and flying. She's very, very long. Yeah, she's got long arms and very, uh, very lengthy arms. You know, you get very. (laughs) That's not a bad thing. It's a good thing. You know, what's so? um, What's it like being the? You know, I know, I know. um, Abby plays some too, but you know, you play significant minutes. You know, Um, what what's that like being the the only freshman out there on a team that's. And your mom probably can relate to this too, because you know her team as a senior was supposed to be really, really good. 
Our team this year, everybody's talked about it before the season started. We're going to be really good. We have a chance to go farther than we've ever went. You know, uh, we have a chance to win conference for the first time ever, which we are in the driver's seat now. Thankfully, after that, Scotchburg hold on, hold held on a little bit at Scotchburg there tonight. But you know, what, what's that? What's that feeling like? I mean, do you feel pressure at all? Because when you play, you don't look like it, and which I think is awesome. You know, Jamie said a while ago, came in North Harrison. You know, the Hatton girls on the other side of that team. You know, one of the best players in Southern Indiana. Crunch time, you come in and nail a three-pointer, you know, and I've seen you play a lot this season in, in big-time situations. you got to handle the ball. I mean, it's not like you can just go and hide in the corner and sit there and be like, all right, throw me the ball, you know, and shoot three. you got to handle the ball, and you got to guard usually the best player on the other team too. So is it you get nervous? or I mean, you've been doing it long enough. You've been playing big games. What, what's it like? I get really nervous, <laughs> and I try not to choke or anything. Just try our hardest and hope we don't mess up or anything. <laughs> that kind of is my focus, and I'm, I know when I go in there, I have a job and I need to get my job done. Right. Well, I mean, you guys have won a lot of games all the way up through middle school, and and um, as a unit too, you know. So it's not. You know, Coach Hickey's in the best seat of any coach we've ever had here. I mean, I told, I told him that the other day. I was like, man, you know, what can I get that lucky? You know, I have some, guys, have some players on my team every now and then. But, um, you know, and I think that's that's what I, I really enjoy um, about this team is it seems like you guys all get along really well. Is that at least – is it a fake or is it <laughs> – And I think that would be the hardest thing, you know, because you guys are super talented and everybody wants – you know, and that's what I love about football. There's 11 guys that get to play at once, so you can make a lot of people happy. You can play 22 guys. Everybody's starting. Everybody's happy. But in basketball, there's only five. You know, and, and so it's something that that you know I've been around for a while. I've seen tear teams apart. I've seen you know where you know the turmoil on the inside ends up ruining what could could have been. You know, and I think what I've seen from from being you know obviously my niece is on the team, and and what I've seen. Uh, been around the team is that they just really get along well, and it's like you know, Coach Hickey said the other day he loves going to practice, he loves being around the girls, and you know, as a coach, as Chrissy can say too, you know, that's, that's you can't ask for anything else better than that. Absolutely, absolutely, and I think that when when you're selfless is when things are going to happen, and when, when you put your team in, in front of you, good things will always happen. That's what Coach Rawson always had a saying, you know, work hard, do things correctly, good things will happen. And I believe that, and I believe that in an adult life, and I believe that you know in a, in a team, at, you know, atmosphere. But so, what's it like though at the Knoll household after a game? Is it, is it time to do, do you check out? Basketball's done, or do you, do you ride home together? Do you uh, ride home together? Or? It depends how I play. <laughs> Coach Russell said him and his daughter did not ride home together anymore, and, just, and Coach Burton said him and Mackenzie don't either. They, they, they just, don't ride home together. Well, like, when I come home, Mom tells me what I need to do, what I need to do better, <laughs> I should say. But it's mostly good, because I just take a shower and go to bed. <laughs> that's a good, hey, that's a good yeah. key, Natalie. Just keep doing that. Okay. I'll talk about tomorrow. Positive reinforcement. You can hear me under those earphones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta do my homework. I gotta do my homework. Right? I didn't worry about it. Yeah. So, so how much how much of a challenge has that been for you going into your freshman year? Um, maybe a little harder classes now. You're in high school, um, and then more games, longer practice time. How do you deal with that? Um, honestly, I had it coming, and I'm just used to it already. Are I don't you? really know what to say. It was just a really easy flow into it. Good. What do you think that playing a lot of ball in the summer with the girls? I mean. That got the basketball kind of down pat, so to speak, and then just kind of having having your older teammates to rely on at least those first few days of high school. You know, I'm not saying you hang around 100 percent of the time, but just knowing you had those people, you know, to have your back. You got lost in the hallway, or you know, whatever went to the wrong class. You know, uh, was that was that comforting <laughs> to, to have? I guess good. The summer ball was really good. All the girls bonded. We went out to eat after most games. And it was just a great time. Yeah, you guys were in Indianapolis, what, twice a week? Yes. I mean, you could drive a lot of little, little white bus driving yeah. up and back down 65, right? And um, pretty much dominated everybody you guys played up in Indianapolis, too. So, I mean, I think, you know, that was you know that was really a, a good test for, for the girls going into the season. You know, I know we didn't have the success we wanted to in the tournament over, uh, over in um, – East Central, um, but you know sometimes uh, a loss can you can learn a lot from a loss, you know. And and we had been we, we I still don't think and, and Chris you can 
tell me what you think. I still don't think we've played our best basketball game yet. Do you think so? Yeah, I completely agree. Um, it's been a tr- hard, harder season than last year because the pressure has been on us more. Right. We are now the winner. We're, you know, we're picked to win. Right. We're the team that everybody's scrapping and bringing their best game for. Where last year, you know, we kind of cruised through most of the season because we took people by surprise. Right. So. Yeah, that's something that Coach McBride mentioned uh, when he was here before the season. He was like, you know, before we won the state title, it was like, oh, we're playing Eastern. But now it's like, oh, we're playing the state champs. You know, and, and I think, I think you know, you think you're exactly right. It's oh, this is the two A, you know, second ranked team in three A, or now the fifth ranked team in three A, and and you're getting the best of what everybody has to offer, you know, and, and you know what that feels like whenever you were a player, it was like, oh, I'm playing Christy tonight. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to show up and I'm going to play, you know, and um, I, I think that, you know, the other night at Scottsburg, we got up like 16, 17 points and we had a chance just to really put them away. And, and then it was like the wheels kind of fell off and was like, oh my, you know, and that's the thing that, I, you know, I was talking about Nat, um, you know, I think a lot of times we look for a leader, you know, like who is our leader? Who's our vocal leader? You know, McKenzie's the engine that makes us go. I think if you ask anybody and, and uh, you know, with how hard she plays, but she's not real vocal, you know, and, and Lee is not real vocal. But one thing, one thing I love about Nat when she plays is she brings the calm. You know, it's like when when she gets in the game, you know, she, she's she's she, her, she doesn't show too much emotion, and she's just like, all right, I got this. You know, it's just you know, I think, and I think that's you know, it's hard to be a freshman and be that be that person that's going to say, hey, this just relax, but it's not that hard. I mean, you can do it. You've been you've been in a situation before, but I think that you know, we're kind of looking for that person right now. We're we're looking for that person to say. You know, it's okay. You know, we're going to get some buckets. And it happened in North Harrison game the first time we played them. It happened in Scottsburg last week. And, um, you know, in the sectional, we may not we may not jump up 20 points, you know. Like last year's sectional, I mean, we were, you know, Scottsburg had no business playing with us. And then all of a sudden, we're in a dogfight. And, and it, we kind of, luckily, we took over at the end of the game. So, um, you know, I, I just you know I just wanted to mention, you know, that's the part I love about now when she gets in the game, you know, being a freshman and just be like, you know, I haven't seen it, you know, since Weisscarver was here. You know, Seth was a freshman who started um, at point guard. And Seth kind of had that same demeanor as far as, you know, he's just going to play and, and, you know, everybody's just kind of kind of follow when he gets in the game. So, um, uh, but it's very exciting time to be a Lady Lions basketball fan for sure. Absolutely, yeah, we love going to the games. I hate that all the games are away though. Yeah. what kind of scheduling was that? Yeah. You know, I had senior day like the first part of January. <laughs> you know, like what? But yeah, it, it's it's been a great time as a fan to come watch you all play, and and we love it. We love to get the family together and, and go. And when you can get my old man out of the house to watch a ball game, you, you know you're doing something. Pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. Over at the Scottsburg game last Thursday night, we were louder and more boisterous. Our adults were than their students. Yeah, <laughs> RJ about got kicked out. Well, <laughs> we won't talk about that. But uh, he said the guy the guy came over and got all over him, and, he, and uh, RJ just said that was a foul. That's all I said to him. And the guy was the guy blew his gasket a little bit. So, it, so uh, another thing I love that we've done this year is, and I, uh, we've scheduled all the Hoosier Hills Conference teams except for Columbus East, I believe. Right. And I think that really is going to pay dividends when we do get to sectional. Because like your mom just said, everybody's bringing their A game. I mean, everybody wants to beat Salem. Number, like, you, you are the sectional champs. You're, you're in the driver's seat for the conference. So everybody's ready to beat Salem. And so you've got the bullseye on your back. So, But playing these bigger schools and these, a little tougher team, I think is definitely going to get you guys prepared for, for sectional. Now, a sectional draw, is it come up? Sunday. Sunday. Okay. Yeah, and it's going to be on WSLM, Sunday at 3 o'clock, right? 3.30. Three, yeah, 3 o'clock. Yeah, so 3 o'clock will be the draw. And, so. and it's at Charlestown this year, which is great. I mean, it's kind place. of a, a long drive, but, man, it is an awesome Awesome facility. gym, yeah, yeah. So. And regionals there also this year. So, I mean, that's going to that will hopefully help us uh, when we get to play in the, in the regional. And, I mean, I've been watching Memorials, lost a couple games here lately, and um, so we may not even be playing Memorial if we get to the sectional, if we win sectional. Uh, um, but, um, you know, they were a team last year that I thought we should have beat. We didn't play very well, so it would be nice to get a chance to, to do that. But, you know, our sectional is unbelievably stacked. And, you know, it, it can go any, – any team can win it. And, and um, you know, we, we – uh, hopefully we continue to play better and, and play our best when when sectional. And that's, and that's what you want, you know. You want to be peaking, obviously, uh, when you get to the sectional. And, um, and, and it's, it's – you know, we haven't played bad. I mean, how many teams have, have had Scottsburg down 16 points, 15 points at, in the pressure cooker ever? You know, I mean, that just doesn't happen. So we just got to put that – 
that, you know, we've we've had bad second quarters all, all year. It seems like it's like we we just for whatever reason our second quarters we are scoring like we'll jump up on somebody and the second quarter we have like a little lull. Usually it's because we get in foul trouble. Yeah. But uh, but you know it's uh, what I love about this team is is our defense creates our offense. You know, and, and and if you watch our girls play, our press is unbelievable. You know, and I know these guys did it in middle school that teams couldn't get the ball across half court. You know, and and you know you have teams that are are supposed to have really good ball handles who struggle with our press, and and um, it, it's uh, it's it's fun to watch because it's not just I mean we have some shooters, but it's our defense creates creates our offense, which is a lot of fun to watch. Well, I guess we'll get we'll get the. I said I thought totally like keep for like twenty minutes. I mean it's forty four, but I want to say that I want to say I want to. Sorry, we had talked a lot, but I want to say this though. Um, we are going to recognize Christy. It's going to happen. It's probably twenty years too late, but we are going to do it. It's going to get done. Um, I wanted to get it done before. Uh, the senior night, uh, the girls, girls um, stuff, but we uh, were waiting on Marshall to get the jersey here, so I had to surprise. I, I had to surprise her. I asked her. I wanted to surprise her, but I had to ask her what color she wanted. I had to, you know, I, I didn't want. To, if we're gonna get it right. if we waited this long to get it, we're gonna get it right. You know, Absolutely. we're still waiting to get her name spelled right on the on the on the board. By the way, we're hopefully gonna get that done too. Uh, drives me nuts, but anyway, um, I got that in the works too. So, um, but. Um, Marshall said they're supposed to be here this week. I would love to get it done uh, before the Peking boys game. It's the 29th. Um, I, I, that's when I hope I hope we can get it in here before. Um, but we um, uh, we will get it. We are getting it done. So Christy, we're I'm sorry that it's taking this long for it to happen, but we are we are getting it getting it done, and, and it's it's way overdue. And, and you know, thank you for everything. You know, and the thing that the, the you know, not only were you a great player here, but you came back and, and, and coached the boys in middle school, coached the girls in middle school, now coaching the girls at, at the high school level, and you know, which you know, giving back to the community also um, is awesome. So, you know, I want to thank you personally for that because uh, you know that doesn't. A lot of times people leave Salem when they don't come back. Yeah. You know, and, and and I'm really really thankful that you're, you know, that my niece gets to play for you, and, and you know, all the kids that play for you. Um, Xavier told me that Christy was his favorite coach. Yeah. You know, so um, so uh, you know that was uh, that was pretty cool, and um, it, it's uh, you know it's um, you know he he said you know he had a, you know Christy was a huge part of his success and, and the player he was in, in high school, so uh, pretty pretty cool. That yeah. is pretty cool. Well, I want to say thank you to you, and I know you've had a lot of people to help you also, and uh, with the whole martial recognition and high school recognition. I mean, it's so 30 years is a long time, but it seems like yesterday, and I really appreciate the hard work that you've put into it. No problem. No problem. Well, we'll let you guys get out of here now. And, uh, Greg, we're going to play some Big Ten today in the Big Ten, I think, right? All right. This is the Big Ten today. Nebraska faces a tough road test at Indiana tonight. Tim Sheridan says the Huskers know they're in for a dogfight. Even though the Huskers are coming off a home win over Penn State on Thursday, Nebraska coach Tim Miles knows that trying to slow down Indiana or any Big Ten team, especially on the road, is a tough task. The Big Ten teams run so hard. You know, I, I don't know if people recognize how hard and how fast the Big Ten runs. You know, to get these teams slowed down is difficult. The Wisconsin Badgers three and two in Big Ten play, looking to steal one from five and one. Maryland. Bill Scott reports. A week ago, the Badgers lost at home to Minnesota and followed that with a road victory at Penn State. Friday, Wisconsin fell to Purdue 84-80 in overtime. Tonight, they're looking to make up for it against the Terrapins in College Park. They have some things to clean up as well, like allowing the Boilermakers 17 offensive rebounds. The Badgers also committed 17 turnovers. Badger coach Greg Gard. From my vantage point, we had been so good in that area, and to have that rear its ugly head was obviously disappointing. To buy your home, you became a house hunting ace. Learned about loans, scoured neighborhoods, and asked the right questions. Now you're queen of your castle. If you manage that, you can get your retirement plan on track. Visiting aceyourretirement.org can help. With 401k tips and smart saving strategies, you'll feel empowered to own your retirement like you own your home. Go to aceyourretirement.org. Because when it comes to clearing financial hurdles, you're an ace. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. Brownfield's commitment to agriculture starts with its staff. Not only do we have the largest team of farm broadcasters in the nation, each one is a member of the National Association of Farm Broadcasting, including the former NAFB president. We're veterans of radio and have a passion for covering agriculture and having
have for nearly 40 years. At Brownfield, we cover the agriculture news that matters to you at every level, locally, nationally, even internationally. Visit brownfieldagnews.com. Brownfield, committed to agriculture. Looking at some football news, tight end TJ Hawkinson is the latest Iowa Hawkeye to leave early for the NFL draft. With more on that story, we go to Todd Kim. Hawkinson had a breakout sophomore season in which he had 49 catches for 760 yards and six touchdowns for a Hawkeye team that finished 9-4. He was named winner of the Mackey Award as the nation's top tight end and joins fellow tight end Noah Fant, safety Imani Hooker, and defensive end Anthony Nelson as Hawkeyes leaving early for the draft. That roster could be depleted by the NFL. I'm Bill Pollock with the Big Ten Today. All right, we're back. Thank you. It was great having uh, Christy in the studio tonight. And, and like I said, it's way overdue to get her the, the recognition she deserves. And uh, it's really awesome. And hopefully uh, we've kind of shed a little light on, on what kind of a player she was and uh, what, you know, what she did. And, and um, hopefully, um, you know, if, like, like Coach Jensen said, if, if Nat turns out to be half the player she was, we'll be in good shape. Absolutely. So um, just a little side note here real quick. Uh, tomorrow night, West Washington plays Medora. Um, 7:10 pregame, 7:30 start on 12:20 uh, a.m. 8:45 Notre Dame takes on number 15 North Carolina, 97.9. Uh, Coach's Corner, 8 o'clock on Wednesday with Bubba and the guys. Um, and then we have uh, Lady Lions at Charlestown, 7:30. Uh, the girls win that. They're, they've they've won at least a share of the title. 7:15 uh, pregame. Uh, live Q&A from the Reds Caravan, 4.30 um, Thursday as well. Friday night, uh, boys will pl- Lions boys will play Corden on 97.9 at 7.15. And then West Washington plays Mitchell on 12.20 a.m. pregame at 7.10. Uh, Saturday, number two ranked and undefeated Michigan Wolverines uh, will play at Wisconsin at 11.45. That might end their, that might end their streak there. Uh, playing at Wisconsin is pretty tough. The Lady Musketeers still ranked in 2A uh, play at Silver Creek at 7.30. Or excuse me, at home, excuse me, against Silver Creek at 7.30. And the Lions, Boys Lions play at North Harrison on 97.9 at 7.30. Sunday, IHSAA Girls Draw uh, will be live at 3.30 on WSLM 97.9. And then following that, they'll have the playoff games, Rams Saints at 3.05, Pats Chiefs at 6.40. All right, Jamie, we got a little bit of time left. we got about nine minutes, so let's talk some football here. You know, our favorite sport as well. Um, let's talk about the playoffs. Uh, great games over the weekend, and, uh, you know, we really – I thought, uh, you know, I, I missed one game. We, we had a little deal going on here. I missed one game. I really thought my man Nick Foles was going to pull it off again, but uh, had a little problem late. So, who you got? First game, 305, Rams at the Superdome. I think I'm going to go Rams. In the Superdome. In the Superdome, yeah. You're a Breeze guy, though, I thought. I do like Breeze, but yeah. I, I just think that with watching them play yesterday, I, I don't know that they're uh, clicking on all cylinders like they were earlier in the season. And I think watching the Rams, especially the first half right. of the Rams-Cowboys game, the Rams kind of getting that offense back going, and their defense is pretty stout. Um so I'm going to go with the Rams. Rams? Oh, so you're going? That's going out there a little bit, you know. First pick. I mean, are you? Are you said George over there? Because that's a that's a George pick, you know. But um, <laughs> no, but you know, I think you're exactly right. I think one of the things that I thought about over the weekend was the two hottest teams in the NFL were the Cowboys and the Colts. I mean, that's, that was that was the the hot ticket. You know, everybody was was talking about how well both teams were playing. Both of them got shut down, you know, and uh, and I think that you know what the Rams were able to do. The Cowboys defense, Cowboys had a great defense all year, and what they were able to do, move the ball. They have all kinds of weapons. They're maybe the best coach next to Belichick in in, in the league, and uh, you know he's creative. He takes risk. You never know what he's going to do. Um, he's a guy every team wants now. All these teams are going after the young coach to try to try to see who they can get the next one, and um, um, but. They're playing the Saints in the Superdome, you know, and uh, I didn't think the Saints played well at all. Um, but they had they had they let some guys rest for a couple weeks. They had a week off. Um, Peyton's kind of the man, you know. He's a pretty good motivator. Um, I, I don't know. Michael Thomas had a great game yesterday for for the Saints. I, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with the Rams also. Are you? Yes, you I'm gonna go with the Rams, and here's why: Andrew Whitworth. Former Bengal got his first playoff win, and he was always so excited for him. You know, the linemen never get recognition, Jamie. Absolutely. And uh, I'm going with my man Witt. 
on that. Did you see the Colts guy on, uh, last week had a sleeveless shirt in the snow? That the big a big guard for them. Or, yeah, I yeah, mean just. He's I awesome. mean that's that's awesome. That's what that's what linemen's all about right exactly. there. So so we're both picking the Rams. Yes. All right. Because I, you know, I, Breeze, Purdue guy, I'm not on that. <laughs> so all right, six forty, the big game. My man, Tom Brady, the goat, <laughs> Michigan man, going for it. Means all he does is win. And then the new guy, Patrick, rolling with my homies. What do we think about that one, Jamie? Well, I uh, I definitely want the Chiefs to win, and I think it's going to be a very high-scoring affair. Um, of course, depending on the weather, because they're calling for crazy amounts of snow, and, it's and it's going to get really cold this next weekend. So that may be a big part of it. Arrowhead's tough to win. It's in. a tough place to win. But I, I can't pick against Brady. Can't. I just can't pick against Brady. What he did yesterday, because in all honesty, I wasn't surprised that they won yesterday. I was surprised that they just absolutely dominated the Chargers. Right. Because uh, I thought the Chargers, you know, their defense is stout. They yeah. fast. Bosa. I mean. I mean. And they did, they just they didn't get a whole lot of pressure. They they, they didn't cover anybody. And. and I know the system. Everybody can say, you know, right. he's the greatest or he's not the greatest. Right. It's the system he plays in. Whatever you want to say. Regard- they win. Mm-hmm. It, it works for him and it works for them. And he's a year older than me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on. <laughs> so so maybe I'm going to pick the Patriots. Yeah, I like that pick. I like that pick. By me picking them, they'll lose. Oh, hey. That's funny. I just got a text from Danny Bowling. He said, KC all the way. So, uh, you know, uh, but, here, but here's why. Here's why I'm going with the Patriots, other than Tom Brady's the man, is Mahomes is a young kid, you know, and at some point, when's the pressure going to hit? Right. So I think when you got a young kid, it's either he has no conscience and he plays out of his mind, or it's at one point, he hasn't had that game yet, right. you know, and, um, but, and, and you know, I'll, I'll never bet against Coach Belichick. I mean, you know, you give, this is eight straight years. Unbelievable that the Patriots are in the the top, the, the AFC Championship game. Unbelievable. I mean, so just having that to go in. I, I know that Arrowhead is a, a tough place yes, to play. Definitely. But, but having eight straight years, these guys aren't phased by Arrowhead. Right. You know. Right. So I just I think that Casey is going to have to get off to a great start. Yeah. And, and if they get off to a great start and, and can can continue throughout the game to play well obviously they might have a chance the line the line for the for the patriots chiefs or patriots chargers game was three and a half and and so vegas thought it was going to be a lot closer as well so i mean the the patriots defense is better than it's been in in years past um that they have two running backs in white and michelle that are phenomenal um white had a great game yesterday um and anytime that, that brady can have a ground game to go with his with his passing game. That play I mean, action is yeah. just, it's so hard to defend, and, and he is just so good at, at that, you know, and, and, and the quick passing game that he has now. Right. You know, and with Gronk. And, yeah, and that's the thing I was going to say. One of the things I love about the matchup is two of the best tight ends in the game, yes. and, and Travis Kelsey and Gronk. You know, and Gronk yesterday was just making Bosa and those – I mean, the way he was just – Dominating blocks on on, on the on I the line. You of Mark Bavaro. Yeah, you? <laughs> hey, that's a good. Uh, you remember, you know what number Mark Bavaro was? Eighty nine, bro. Eighty nine. Yes, yeah. sir. That's why this guy wore the old eight nine. You know, so wore the five, double nickel and for the Boz and for Richardson, but then went to the Bavaro for yeah. That was my guys back in the day. Yeah. So LT, you know, no, LT. So, but yeah, so we got Rams, Pats. Who you got in the Super Bowl? Rams, Pats in the Super Bowl. I'm gonna go Rams. I think Rams. The Rams are going to do it this year. L.A. L.A. Rams. People are kind of soft in California. You know, and, and isn't it sad, though? You finally get a team back, and you get a playoff game, and your crowd is basically 50-50 yeah. when it was the Cowboys. And it was Cowboys, and right. I know there's a lot of weirdos that like the Cowboys. <laughs> Not me. Jason Petmeyer. Pat Meyer. Hickey. <laughs> you know. I mean, guys like that. I yeah, mean, did, expect. did they win? <laughs> oh, I know. I forgot. <laughs> but seriously, I mean. When you get a team back, and that's the best you can support them, yeah. I'm not real sure why they got a team back. No, you know, no. I mean, I, just, I believe that they're. I think this is their year. I think this year they'll get it done. Well, I, I would like to see my man Brady win one more and ride off in the sunset. You know, uh, even though he says he's not gonna, he's not he's done yet. Forty five. Yeah, I, or something. he uh, he <laughs> he he released a Instagram post uh, this morning of him listening to Fifty Cent. 
and said, what a great day to wake up. And it said, the tagline below it said, we feel sorry for the Chiefs. So, I don't know. He, he might have been uh, he might have been reamped for, for his next uh, next week. So, uh, you know, and I think, you know, I think another thing, he, he's going to be fired up to play against these young guys too, you know. I mean, both the quarterbacks uh, for the Rams and for and for the Chiefs, both are younger kids. And, uh, you know, the Rams have the best, you know, I think the best defensive player in the game. And, and you know, Donald, and he, he's uh, phenomenal the way he can take over games. And, uh, but it's interesting because, you know, when we were younger, it was always defense wins championships. And now it's not that way. It's yeah. offense wins championships, you know. And um, it was interesting to see the, the, the points put up and uh, the, the game has evolved so much. And, and I agree. but the, and, and we could go a long conversation on this. But the rules have changed so much right. to benefit the offense that right. – you know, it's not the same game than when we grew up watching. That's for sure. <laughs> Don't and, land and, on the quarterback, right? Exactly. So I mean, and that's okay. I mean, you want to keep people safe, and I get that. I'm not. I'm not out to, to get anybody hurt, but right. it's definitely the the game is definitely geared toward the offense. I mean, you basically can't, can't touch a receiver. Um, you know, it's almost like the juiced baseballs in the base, when baseball was in all those home runs. Exactly. You know? Yeah. Um, it's like they want to you know, fill the seats and people want to watch. People want to see. People want to see touchdowns. Let them dance, yeah. right? Exactly. Let them dance. So. <laughs> Uh, well, all right, man. It's been a great night. Thanks for joining me tonight, uh, Jamie. And, me. I, had a great and time. Uh, I know it was light notice, and George bailed on us. You know, hopefully he's getting tougher out there, and we'll <laughs> see him back. You know, see him back. You know, he's been out there in West of the County a little while, and then he got soft on us. So I don't know. I don't know. He's uh, maybe we give him some black and gold to get a little <laughs> tougher. Right. So, uh, but you know, thanks. You know, get. Get uh, Coach Bowsman, keep Coach Bowsman and, and, and Holden and Maddie and Beth in your prayers. And, um, you know, he's a, he's a tough dude. And, and um, you know, one of the, like I said today, he was uh, you know, one of the best to ever, ever play here and uh, for Salem and, um, you know, great coach. And, and uh, you know, I know he really wants to get back and coach Holden for the next two years for sure. And right. um, it, it's going to be a little process. But, you know, if, if anybody's going to get back, it's going to be Phil. And uh, just so keep, keep him up. And, you know, he appreciates all the support he's getting from everybody. And he, he's a really good guy and yeah. uh, deserves the best. So uh, we're going to sign off. We're going to get back to the Hoosiers still on, hopefully. And, and um, you know, thanks for coming in, and uh, God bless you, and we'll see you next week. You've been listening to Kentuckiana Sports Talk on WSLM, 1220 AM and 97.9 FM. Join us next week for more sports talk about local, regional, and national sports. Be sure to call in on the KST Talk line at 812-883-3401. And between now and then, tweet your comments and questions to KY in Sports Talk or post them on our Facebook page at Kentuckiana Sports Talk. We'll have a question of the week, polls for you, and all the latest news and interviews with local and regional players and coaches. Join George and Blair next week on Kentuckiana Sports Talk.